0: The Law Teaser Making serious a lot easier This podcast is powered by Faria de Oliveira Advogados Law Firm Slow me down. Apple just got a fine of 25 million euros for failing to warn consumers and owners of older iPhones that by updating their operation system, it would inevitably make their devices slow. This fine and mandatory one-month press release on Apple's website was imposed by the French agency in charge of competition, consumer affairs and fraud prevention. In French, DGCCRF, since they consider that this practice is a misleading commercial practice by omission. The CSI episode Consumer Scene Investigation started back in January 2018, when they discovered that by updating old iPhones to iOS 10.2.1 and 11.2, it would slow down the smartphone's operating system, affecting iPhone 6, SE and 7 batteries. And there's no turning back. Once updated, updated it will remain until there's a new version. So you cannot unupdate it. So consumers had to replace their batteries, or they had to buy new smartphones. That's why we hear information is key. So, I bet you didn't see this coming. Remember the Carlos Gossan case in the end of last year? So the Brazilian slash French slash Lebanese previous president of multinational automobile manufacturers Renault and Nissan who undertook a prison break escape to Lebanon after being arrested by the Japanese authorities is being now sued by his own ex-boss Nissan that's what we call a tough boss. Back in 2018 he was arrested on the grounds of alleged financial misconduct related to suspicion of violating a financial law. But he fled to Lebanon after a brief release on bail. And no one was expecting that. But he probably will not be arrested again because Lebanon and Japan do not have an extradition treaty. Which means when a person commits a crime in another jurisdiction, the only way to criminal pursue that individual is through an extradition treaty where one country commits to deliver the suspect over to the other state's law enforcement. So, what's new? This was Nissan's time to go after Gossen, which filed a $90 million lawsuit on damages against him. At the Yokoyama District Court on Wednesday. On what grounds? Of years of misconduct and fraudulent activity and corrupt practices, including the use of corporate jets and payments to his sister, as well as they do not wish to bear the costs associated with its internal investigation on Gossen. Gossen continues to declare that he's innocent, and that's why he said last month in Beirut, that he didn't escape justice, he fled injustice. This is a very complex case with different lawsuits, which we will keep an eye on. I am staying right here. The Australian High Court ruled that Aboriginal Australians cannot be deported even if they do not hold Australian citizenship. Before anything else, deportation happens when a country expels a foreigner or a group of foreigners. And Aboriginal Australians are indigenous people of Australian mainland and many islands such as Tasmania who have lived over 50,000 years in the continent and represent 3% of the population. Some of them do not hold Australian citizenship, but this court decided that they cannot be considered aliens, stated in Article 51 of the Australian Constitution. The constitutional term aliens means foreigners, outsiders, which cannot cover Aboriginal Australians since they are the original inhabitants quote, the first people of this country, hence, they cannot be deported. This ruling results from a case of two Aboriginal Australian men, born overseas, who were ordered to be deported from Australia because both had criminal convictions. However, their argument was very interesting. Although they do not have Australian citizenship, it was proven they are Aboriginal Australians. And due to the fact that common law recognizes their connection with land and waters of Australia, it means they belong to the land and cannot be taken away from it. So, the term aliens cannot apply to them. Hello, there's a reason why there is the word original in Aboriginal. Admit nothing, deny everything, launch counterattack. That is what Roger Stone said in his book Stone's Rules. A quick recap Roger Stone is an American political consultant, lobbyist, and Trump's BFF. Since the 1970s, Stone worked on Republican campaigns of politicians Richard Nixon, Ronald Reagan, Jack Kemp, Bob Dole and Donald Trump. So what happened? Due to the report on the investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election, aka the famous Mueller report, in January 2019, Special Counsel Robert Mueller indicted Stone with one count of obstruction, five counts of false statements to the Congress, and one count of witness tampering. In November 2019, he was found guilty in federal court on all counts and last week federal prosecutors filed a sentencing memorandum requesting a 7 to 9 year sentence which actually falls within the statutory guidelines for Stone's crimes. Trump immediately criticized on Twitter saying it was quote a miscarriage of justice. No news so far. But what was unprecedented here was the fact that the Department of Justice overruled their prosecutor's sentencing memo and filed a new one declaring that the Department of Justice did not request a specific sentence The previous memo could be considered excessive and unreasonable, leaving to the judge to decide what sentence is appropriate. As a result, all four federal prosecutors resigned from this case, which does not look good for the Department of Justice, most importantly its independence and impartiality. Ouch. Anyways. Judge Amy Berman Jackson is scheduled to sentence Roger Stone on February 20 in the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia. So now let's wait and see. For more information about Roger Stone, watch Get Me Roger Stone, a 2017 American documentary on Netflix. That was it, hope you enjoyed the legal issues of last week. TLT is excited to see you next Monday, always making serious a lot easier.